You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast designed to give you everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast. I hope that you're all well and adjusting to what is a new way of life for many of us. I just wanted to start this episode by reminding you that there is lots of content being published on Law Careers Net every day to keep you updated on everything that's going on. Don't forget that our Coronavirus Information for Students page contains a list of what firms, chambers and universities are doing in light of the pandemic. So head there for the latest developments in legal recruitment and education. Other recent content that might be of use is my video about the do's and don'ts of video interviews, our recent feature about online pupillage interviews, tips on online networking and a great concise summary to the question are law firms still recruiting trainees despite coronavirus? Have a look on Law Careers Net and our social media for all of that, and I'll put some useful links in the description too. This episode is all about what it's like to be a trainee solicitor. Of course, as many of you know, a training contract is a two-year period of recognised training within a law firm. I spoke to Rachel Lawrence, who is a trainee solicitor at international law firm Denton's. She explained about her journey to becoming a trainee, what her life and work is like, especially during this unusual time of coronavirus, and what she wishes she had known before she started. Hi Rachel, thank you very much for coming on the Law Careers Net podcast. It's great to have you here. Uh, We are speaking uh, remotely, (laughs) which is um, (laughs) kind of funny seeing as we would hope to have met each other because our offices are actually next door to each other. Um, But um, great that you're coming on uh, anyway. So if you wanted to introduce yourself um, and kind of explain who you are and what you do. Yeah, hello. Thank you very much for having me as well. My name is Rachel. I am a trainee at Denton's and I'm currently in the first year of my training contract. Uh, So I'm in my second seat, uh, which is commercial dispute resolution. Uh, So I've done my first seat already, which was in property litigation. And I'm currently based in the Watford office. Although actually I'm currently based at home due to the remote working um, conditions, but I am supposed to be in the Watford office. That is where uh, the team is based. And I uh, will get on to asking about your training contract in a second, but I think the first question we have to ask is how have you adjusted to remote working? (laughs) Gosh, yeah, that is a question, isn't it? Um, Yeah, I've adjusted pretty well, thank you. Um, I'm getting used to it. It is um, becoming the new normal for everyone, I guess. And it's just something that we have to get used to. We have no choice. It it goes well when the technology works and everything yeah, flows a lot better with the Zoom calls and um, FaceTime, etc. But it is, uh, yeah, it is something that is still ongoing. Technology is improving, but I guess we're, we're all getting used to it in the same way. I also previously paralegaled at Denton's and um, we were quite um, forward thinking in terms of agile working. So we all used to work from home at least one or two times a week. So that was, that was pretty normal for all of us. So yeah, agile working has been, has been, um, uh, yeah quite familiar for me really over the past couple of years and I'm sure it's something that's going to become more familiar as we <laughs> kind of adjust to these new circumstances so that's great so this episode is going to be kind of talking about the myths and realities 
of being a trainee solicitor and you're going to kind of talk us through the process of how you got a training contract kind of what you're doing the favorite bits of the job maybe things that you thought you would be doing that you're not or vice versa so perhaps we could start with how did you get your training contract at Denton's yep so uh, how I got my training contract I uh, so as I mentioned already I paralegaled at Denton's for around four years four and a half years and I gained a lot of work experience and um, really learned about the foundations of how a law firm works and how a global law firm operates. And I think that was a great way for me to just get my foot in the door, start familiarizing myself with um, the people that work there, networking with associates and partners. And um, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed working there as a paralegal and I think I grew, grew more attached to the firm and therefore then decided to apply for the training contract position and went through the interview process, um, which is a, it's a three or four round interview. They change it every year, interview process, but um, it sort of starts with uh, what's in Glazer test and then a couple of negotiation exercises. And then lastly, you end off with an assessment centre, which is becoming quite common for most firms these days. And did you do a law degree? I did yeah so I did a law degree so academic wise I did I did a law degree from Brunel uh, that was uh, many years ago which I'm not going to say when <laughs> um, I then had a little bit of a break I paralegaled in a few regional firms um, in my local area originally I'm from Milton Keynes so I um, yeah I paralegaled in a few uh, firms around there and then I went on to do my LPC and then um, whilst doing my office, I was also working at Denton's and then secured my training contract position. So perhaps a bit of a untraditional route in terms of, you know, lots of students kind of go straight from the LPC to the training contract and you've had lots of work experience and, you know, paralegaling and, and that's, that's really great. So you've kind of worked in the profession for a while. Did you, did you always want to become a solicitor? Uh, and did you have any kind of preconceptions about what being a solicitor or being a trainee solicitor would be like before you got your training contract? Um, yeah, I always had, I mean, I always knew I wanted to go into law. I, I was sort of, I mean, an hour in between barrister or solicitor, and I wasn't too sure whether to go down the bar route or the LPC route, um, which is why I spent some time paralegaling first. I paralegaled in um, the regional firm that I worked for, which was a family law firm. So that was quite good going to court and just seeing how solicitors react and how, and how they um, sort of deal with barristers on a daily basis just to get an idea of how that um, how that would be but then um, as I moved to Denton's learning more about the solicitor role and working for a commercial law firm and, and I guess working in a more transactional environment that encouraged me more to go down the solicitor route and uh, which is why I then applied for the training contract. And perhaps you could talk a bit about what seat you are on your training contract and what you've done so far and maybe your favourite parts of the job? Uh, yeah, so um, the seat that I am in currently is commercial disputes resolution. Um, I am really enjoying the seat so far. It's been a bit difficult to get used to because I've only been with the team uh, for uh, two months now and only one of those weeks in the two months uh, was actually in the office and then obviously we've, we've been told mm, to work from wow. home. Yeah, so it's been a bit difficult, but we've been having regular FaceTime calls and Zoom catch-ups with the team. I also have regular um, phone calls with my supervisor, which has been quite nice just to get to know them, uh, even though it's virtually rather than physically. And some of the favourite parts of my training contract have been today is um, learning things every day, I guess. Um, being able to sort of enter a new team and learn from all the different 
levels of Tianas around in the team. So you've got your juniors, uh, there's NQs in the team, and then you've got obviously associates and partners. So just learning from all the different um, experienced lawyers and gaining the skills I can from those people. So another good question that law students might want to know is what does a typical day look like for you? Obviously things are a bit different right now, but if you were in the office, what would a typical day look like in terms of your work and your schedule? Yeah, so um, what I would do uh, first thing in the morning would come in and obviously check emails. I guess we're always fighting with emails every single day. Um, It would be looking at my to-do list, seeing what I have um, going on for that day. It may be a day full of training or meetings, so just sort of preparing, getting my head around what I need to do. I would also have a catch up with my supervisor if they're in the office, um, just go over and just say, um, yeah, quick hi, just to let them know that I've arrived in the day. We have an open plan uh, seating arrangement in office, so you can't always sit with your supervisor or they can't always see that you're actually physically in the office. Um, but that's what I would do. And then, um, yeah, you could attend meetings and maybe get called in to do an attendance note in a conference call, um, attend a training session. And um, yeah, there's always something new throughout the day, but um, yeah, it keeps me busy, which is good. And I think we said before, obviously, you, you have paralegal, so you have had some kind of really good, solid work experience for a number of years. But is there anything about being a trainee that surprised you that you didn't think uh, you would be doing or you didn't think you'd be learning before you started? Yeah, I guess the, the main difference for me is um, the jump and the transition from being a paralegal to a trainee. I think one thing that everyone always says when you're a trainee is that, oh, it's a two year interview you're basically being interviewed for two years so they can always catch you out and all eyes are on you and that was really daunting for me to accept because I was so used to just being a paralegal and um, knowing everyone in the firm and being um, yeah recognized for the work you do rather than always sort of being critiqued and watched so I um, yeah I tried not to think of it as a two-year interview when I started and kind of just thought of it as a two-year um contract where I can learn develop and also really understand whether being a lawyer is what I want to be and whether this is the firm I want to work for what area of law I want to work for the rest of my life so there's a lot of big decisions that um, need to be made at the end of this contract so yeah for me it was a bit daunting at the start I didn't want to think of it as a two-year interview and think of it as all everyone's watching everything I do every single second um so yeah I think that would be one of my key pieces of advice is if you are starting a training contract don't think of it don't let anyone let you think that it's a two-year interview because it's not it's your time to learn and develop and gain the skills uh, you need to become a lawyer great perhaps you could explain a bit about your relationship with your training supervisor uh, because I think that's something that maybe students don't know how that kind of works or the kind of dynamics of that so who is your like do you have a training supervisor and kind of how involved are they in your day-to-day work uh, yep so in um in my currency we they do things a bit differently d- depending on which department you're in uh, so at dentist in my first uh, department I had one supervisor and majority of my work came from that one supervisor so no one else in the team was really able to give you work or if they wanted you to do something or if they wanted you to do a task they would have to go to the supervisor first clear it off with them and then the work would trickle down to you um which was fine it worked really well um, and it was actually good because then that one supervisor can see uh, what your workload is like your capacity 
um, and how many how many things you're taking on at one time. In, in my current seat, it's a, it's a slightly different situation. I've got one main supervisor, but the work doesn't come from that supervisor. It actually comes from various other fee earners, so this is senior associates, associates, partners within the wider team. And um, they don't have to go to the supervisor to check if you can do a piece of work. They just come straight to you. And then it's my task to manage my own work and to look at my to-do list, to look at my capacity and see whether I can take work on. So it's quite good actually in a way because you're working more as a piano would rather than a trainee. So um, it gives you that um, mm. yeah, skill that you would be doing uh, when you qualify. And that's a good point. I mean, you know, not only are different firms going to kind of do that differently, but in between your different seats and your different departments, everything's going to kind of be be different so i mean i know you said you've been doing we've been in your current seat for two months now so how was that transition and obviously a lot of that has been remote working but kind of the difference uh, differences between the team dynamics and kind of the work that you're doing how did you find that transition uh yeah the transition was um it was a little bit difficult at the start because you're so used to doing things a certain way for six months so when i first started my trading contract when i was in my first seat working with the supervisor in a very close capacity for six months and then you know, immediately switching out of that and then changing into this new sort of, there's no supervisor role, you just kind of get work from everyone. So it was challenging and it was um, it's something that you just have to get used to, but you can speak to the supervisor and you can speak to other trainees who have also gone through the same experience. Um, but I guess it's just a case of managing your own work, ensuring that you're organized and you've got um, a plan for your day and uh, communicating. Communicate is probably the most important thing. Um, just ensuring that everyone knows what you're doing uh, so you're not overloaded with work. So uh, going from sort of one discipline of law to a completely different one, um, Dentist actually provides a full training program for new trainees that are entering the department. So for example, if you're going from corporate to uh, real estate, you would have to attend a, I think it's a three or four week training program. Um, and that's sort of all the new joiners that are joining real estate. So that's even paralegals and that's new trainees coming into the department. And that training program will pick up on a lot of the things you do learn in the LPC, but also um, sort of explain it in a more practical way. So you've got associates coming in and giving a session on, for example, land registry and how to make land registry applications or um, planning and things like that. So you would have a good refresher of all the things you do learn in the LPC, but in a more practical and a Denton's house style way. Um, so that, that kind of gives you the, um, the, yeah, the information and in the background. Great. So you're not just expected to kind of know it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. No. Um, and maybe a tricky question, but what's your least favorite part uh, of your job at the moment? Um, the least favourite part, I think we already um, touched on this briefly before, um, it's probably the, the feeling that all eyes are on you. Mm. Um, it is, um, it's something that you don't actually realise until you do become a trainee and, and work and experience it. But it does sometimes feel a bit daunting that when you come in, it feels like, oh, people are checking the time and looking at what, what time you're coming in or when you're leaving. Um, are you leaving at a suitable time? Or does it look like I've done enough work today? Um, yeah, that, that can all be a little bit daunting. But I feel like that's, that's something that trainees make up in their head more than, they, more than it actually happens in day-to-day -day life. Because really, no one's really looking at what time you're leaving or what time you're going. As long as you've done the work, as long as you've got your chargeable hours up and you're hitting your targets, 
um, there's nothing that anyone can really say about um, things like when you're leaving and when you're coming in. And do you feel like if you have a question or you're not sure about something, um, you know, in your in your work, you can go to someone senior and ask a question. Do you feel comfortable kind of doing that? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would. Um, if I don't know something, I would go straight. Well, straight away, I should go to um, someone at the same level as me. So we've got a lot of paralegals that work at Denton's and um, paralegals know um, the ins and outs of everything. They do obviously have their own casework as well and they run their own case load. So um, they would definitely know the answer um, for something that maybe you don't need to bother a partner or a senior associate with. If it's something that is a little bit more complex, I would go straight to my supervisor and I would ask them, um, alternatively you could also ask the previous trainee before you so I've been actually doing this quite a lot recently so the trainee that was in my team um, before I joined they've actually been very helpful and um, they've obviously done that seat so they know everything they know who to speak to and what to do um, so they are really helpful and can be a good source of knowledge if you don't know um, mm. something. That's, that's great to hear I think a, a lot of students might be kind of worried that they're just expected to just kind of you know, put their head down and, and get on with it, even if they're not quite sure. But there's obviously clearly a system of support and you're not expected to know everything, of course you're not, you know. Um, that's no. great. To, yeah, great to hear that you've got people you can go to. Um, so what is uh, work-life balance like at Denton's and in your current role? Uh, the work-life balance is good. Um, it is, at the moment, obviously, um, I can't really say much because it's all locked down. But um, before the lockdown began, work-life balance was fine. Um, yeah, I mean, if there, there will be busy days, that is just natural. And that's what's going to happen when you're working in a commercial law firm. But when there is a quiet period, I think it's definitely encouraged for everyone to leave at 5.30, to go home. Don't sort of stay at your desk and fiddle your thumbs. Um, get out and um, yeah, make the most of your afternoon because, yeah, there will be busy periods and you'll have to be in the office. It's just natural. Um, but Denton's offers quite a lot of social activities and um, they do put on a lot of events we also have uh, various sports clubs so I'm a member of the netball team and we play and practice um, twice a week which is really good so you can get out at lunchtime and practice with the team and then every uh, evening I think it's on a Thursday evening you would go and play against other other teams in a league which is good so that that's like a social aspect of the firm which is um, which is good to network and meet other people and uh, yeah it takes your mind off um, actually being in the office and doing work but of course at the moment it's slightly more <laughs> slightly different not able to kind of have those social opportunities but hopefully we'll get back to that um, at some point soon yeah exactly and finally Rachel my final question is what would your advice for law students be sure my advice um, would be to I guess do as much as you can to uh, find out more about working in a law firm in a practical way. So I think we get so bogged down into the academia side of it, so LPC and your law degree, which is all really great and uh, yeah, it helps towards becoming a lawyer, but it's actually about what you do um, in the practical world. So learning about um, the uh, famous words, commercial awareness and how all of that um, really plays in real day life. So knowing that law firm is a business and you know, they have billable hours, they have targets, they have margins that they need to meet and doing as much as you can to make, to make employers aware that you know that, that that is happening. So going out there and meeting lawyers and attending as many networking events as you can. So 
I've actually recently become a member of the Junior Lawyers uh, Division Committee, so the North Hants and Bucks uh, Division. So Junior Lawyers uh, Division has various um, committees across the whole um, of the UK. So I'm part of the, the region that is closest to me. And we host and we put on uh, various events and they're all aimed at law students. They're all aimed at aspiring lawyers and trainees. So just joining and um, becoming a member or at least getting involved in some of their events and activities, I'd highly recommend that. So there's, there's more that you can say to an employer when you go for training contract interviews and um, it really shows that you're enthusiastic and wanting to enter the profession. That's great advice. Thank you. Thank you to Rachel for that. We always emphasise to students the importance of speaking to trainees face to face or virtually where you can as that will give you a really good idea of what the job exactly entails and what it's like to work at a particular firm. During this time, although many physical events have been cancelled or postponed, there are still plenty of virtual opportunities to meet lawyers and trainees. And perhaps it's a good time to start using LinkedIn to your advantage to connect with people. Rachel and I actually first spoke to each other through LinkedIn, so it's certainly a powerful tool and especially more so since we've all been working from home. That's about it for this episode, but before you go, I just wanted to remind you to sign up to Law Careers Net if you haven't already. By signing up, not only will you receive our brilliant LCN weekly email every Tuesday, which summarises everything you need to know in law that week, but you'll also unlock access to your own personalised account, which you can use to keep all of your legal career research in one place. That means if you're researching firms or chambers, you can save the ones that you're interested into your My LCN dashboard, make notes and track where you are in the recruitment process with each employer. You can also add events to your diary and create your own information library of useful content from LCN and elsewhere. It's all designed to help you streamline and organise your career research. And most importantly, it's free. So make sure you sign up to get those benefits today. I'll put the link in the description. We'll be back next month with another episode. Thank you for listening and see you next time. You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast designed to give you everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer.